Welcome to Living Life in Awe. I'm Jerry Bose. Today's conversation is with my friend Carolyn Graff. Carolyn and I talk about um, all things spiritual, and Carolyn's been on the spiritual path now for several years. Currently, she is a mother to a very young little boy, uh, Noah, who's going to be one years old soon. And Carolyn discusses um, the tools that she's used before her pregnancy, during her pregnancy, and after her pregnancy, and during postpartum depression. This is this conversation is vulnerable, it's real, it's authentic, and I'm so grateful to Carolyn for really opening up and talking about things that really, really matter. And, you know, you can tell that she's doing this because she wants to help the people that are out there that may be having the same issues that she had. And I also talk about the issues that I had during my pregnancy and during breastfeeding. So it's a powerful conversation and it's a very authentic conversation. So let's get started. Welcome, Carolyn, to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you. Thank on you, your, Jerry. <laughs> and you're on your journey. And I think when I first met you, you I think you've always been like a meditator, right? You, you were always meditating as long as I think I've known you. Actually, I think it's funny. I was just thinking before that when we met in 2016, it mm-hmm. was really right the beginning of my spiritual uh, awakening or journey. And I was uh, really just discovering all of those methods and meditation and going uh, deeper into uh, Kundalini yoga. And um, so I was not meditating before that, but I think uh, it was with the start of all this uh, experience that I went through. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of interesting because I started meditating in 2015 and you, sounds like you started meditating in 2016 and we met, you know, mm-hmm. in 2016. It's So it's kind of, I, I, I remember saying to you, I'm not sure if I really understand or believe in all of this energy stuff. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, Jerry, if you don't, I'm not sure if we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and like now I'm all about energy you know I'm yeah. like how could I not understand energy and now I'm all about energy so it's really it's it's interesting because our vibrational frequency is bringing to us the people that align with us and that's why I think I think if I didn't mm. wasn't on that path you and I would never have met no. yeah that, that's really interesting how you just cross with people who are in the same as you said energy or vibration uh, uh, mood and uh, and then we met by chance with Melchior through another friend and then you know, there was this amazing journey with the yeah. Melchior uh, both, uh, bo- for both of us so this is really uh, funny how uh, we <laughs> continue yeah. our past. I mean, you're really. I, I would. I would say you're really like my first spiritual running buddy. You know, like, 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're really my first spiritual running buddy because in 2015, I don't think I met anybody who was spiritual, and then I met you in 2016. Mm. So it's 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 great. So I mean, where do you want to? Because I know you did Vipassana. Yeah, yeah did I think a little bit. So everything I, I tried or um, what really uh, impacted me um, since uh, since then and afterwards what I really used during uh, my pregnancy uh, mm-hmm. one and a half year ago and then after birth uh, also the tools that really uh, helped me uh, to go through this very changing phase. And, yeah, um, yeah, you're talking about post... Uh... Uh, what what is it called after the pregnancy period? I postpartum. 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 Yeah. Yes. Period, the, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But yeah, as you mentioned, vipassana. So, um, I've been actually trying many many different um kind of therapy, if you say like mm-hmm. that. But for yeah. example, I don't know if uh, people uh, heard about those um, systemic or uh, family constellation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, many different uh, energy healing, um, vipassana. I've done this ten uh, silent days in in Switzerland and also then um, in South Korea for a few few days. So really, just um, during as you you mentioned in your past podcast that I listened to, really uh, working on uh, healing my wounds, uh, mm-hmm. like chi- childhood. Um, and the five oh. wounds that um, probably you you know the book with the five uh, wounds wounds. <laughs> five wounds? No, I don't know that one. I don't know. No, the cinq blessures. Uh, I forgot the name of the the author, but it's actually very famous. Maybe more in French, but um, it's um, you can you can see uh, in someone just based on their physical uh, also appearance. Yeah. which one they have one mm. so like reject uh, or abandon or like uh, try uh, betrayal or there are five uh, of those oh, okay and it's really really interesting when you notice kind of the schemes you repeat in your life and yeah. why you always attract the same uh, situation uh, yeah and then you can try to <laughs> take a step out and really see okay I'm reacting like that because of this one and then try to work uh, on the on that with different uh, tools but um, this is really really um, interesting yeah you know I think I think healing our childhood wounds is so I mean it's really has changed me even more than meditation has impacted my life the healing uh, of my childhood wounds is was really really big and especially when you're a parent because mm. I felt like when my daughter was young um, I was like triggered all the time and I didn't understand you know because I was not conscious I was yeah. not I had unresolved wounds and I was not conscious which is basically how most of us are living right and this is like the worst way to parent and now I'm like I still get triggered, right? But then we can step back and say, aha, I see where this is coming from. And that that is a little bit helpful, right? Yeah, exactly. No, this is is really important. And and once you are a parent, as you said, you really 
it's challenging you every day. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Exactly. just putting, <laughs> it's like a mirror and you're like, okay, exactly. it's uh, difficult, but it's, it's everything is in us. I mean, nothing is the fault of <laughs> the outside. If no. you feel something, it's not because of the other one. It's what is um, inside of you, right? Yes, yes. This is. I mean, what you're saying is so powerful. Nothing is from the outside. Everything is from the inside. Oh, no. I mean, I feel like if you just get that, you're like the most empowered person in the planet. <laughs> yeah, but you have to really remember that all the time because yeah. you have phases where you're yeah. so tired or, or yes. whatever and you think everything is the yeah. fault of someone else and yeah. uh, and uh, yeah but that's what actually so I mean um, I, the the postpartum period was uh, is st- I'm still in it but uh, yeah. it's it's getting better because now uh, my kid is um, almost uh, one one so. year yeah he's almost yeah. one years old <laughs> like your podcast <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's really um it's really getting better because then you so you sleep better and you yeah. uh, you also uh, know a bit how um, how to work it out but um I, I really i needed those tools and i was so lucky i knew how to take care of my of myself because otherwise i don't know how to the the woman or the mother who have no tools at all and you how suffer. they can survive yeah yeah i, yeah, you suffer. I didn't have any tools i just suffered you know and it's it's just you're just living a better way when yeah. you have all your tools. It's just, I mean, I saw you with your son a few yeah. months ago, and you were so together. I was not <laughs> like this when my daughter was like eight or nine months old. You were like just calm and relaxed, and we were going for a leisurely walk. And mm. when no one needed, you know, to eat something, you just we just sat down and you fed Noah. <laughs> and I guess what really impressed me is how calm you were and I'm like how I remember I was frantic when my daughter Emily was you know eight or nine months old and you were so calm you were so together and this is your first child it was very impressive very impressive yeah but the thing is um some people saying okay it's just a phase everything okay everything uh pass and uh of course with time you know things are getting better and everything but for me as i'm conscious and very sensitive uh even for what i feel in my body or um, about making the situation also move forward then i was you know when i don't know he was uh, eight or eight months so i don't remember but he was not sleeping well at all and I was still breastfeeding and I, I was thinking, okay, that's because of me because <laughs> I'm breastfeeding. So he's waking up in the night and I didn't want to be this parent where the kid sleeps with you uh, when he's uh, three or four or uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I directly, I said, okay, I don't want, okay, maybe now it's not an issue, but I don't want to wait too long so that it's an issue. So I directly asked uh, different uh people uh, what should I do for that or I went to my kinesiologist uh-huh. uh, how do you say yes yeah uh, and working on this um, you know like um, separation phase uh, starting work again and just really helping us both Noah and I to understand 
it doesn't mean that I'm like abandoning him. I'm mm-hmm. just um, going back to work and also just for the breastfeeding um, phase, like trying to uh, be just um, how do you say that? Uh, in line with me and just saying, okay, now I accept I'm still breastfeeding. It's my choice, but then it's also my choice if I need to stop and just being yeah, confident about your choice. Exactly. So you're, you already went back to work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and, when it was seven yeah, months. And, and you're also still breastfeeding. Uh, when I started back, but uh, now back since then I I stopped. Uh huh. Okay. Um, but I was yeah a tough phase uh, as well because there are a lot of um, psychological uh, um, issues behind it. It's not just like physical uh, um, link. It's really uh, it was uh, more because actually a funny story about breastfeeding is <laughs> yeah. during pregnancy. Um, I went to the same uh, kinesiologue um, actually on this topic because I had this kind of fear that I would not be able to breastfeed because my mom didn't uh, breastfeed me mm-hmm. and my my brothers and my grandmother actually not um, not uh, as well and my grand grandmother not even so i was oh my goodness sure wow okay there's like this woman uh lineage that is broken and there's something like wrong in this so i really wanted to clean that and make sure i'm not repeating the same uh family schemes yeah so we did uh and we found out something about my grandmother why she didn't breastfeed and then it's just you know giving that in the genes or yeah the memory of all the women in this uh, lineage. Mm-hmm. So then I was really happy to <laughs> be able to breastfeed and um, and it was challenging, but I didn't want to stop because it was so uh, important for me. But then mm-hmm. it was also difficult to, yeah, to stop at one yeah. point. And uh, <laughs> I did the same then process to just um, be able to, yeah, make choices. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's so difficult. I remember stop. I actually fed, breastfed my daughter until she was 22 months old. Yeah. I, I don't even know how I did that because I was working full time and I breastfed her until 22 months old. But it's, it was, I remember at the end, it was really difficult to yeah. stop breastfeeding. But, you know, I didn't have the tools that you have. So, mm-hmm. What did you, you did it slowly? I, well, first of all, you're conscious, you know, that already helps a lot. Mm. And, and you're on the healing path. That also helps a lot in, mm. in being a mother because you can step back and see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, so, I mean, all of those <laughs> tools I use <clears throat> really helped me. Um, for example, also, um, actually, as uh, after birth, so um, my kid had uh, to go to the um, first care or um, so intensive care because uh-huh. he had an infection. So this is like really a trauma and yeah. it's really difficult to uh, have him with all those uh, tubes and stuff and perfusion <clears throat> for one week. And uh, so afterwards, of course, 
first you have like hormone uh, drama it's your mm-hmm. body doesn't understand anything yeah. <laughs> what is happening uh, with all those uh, ups and uh, downs and uh, and then you have this fear that whatever something could happen and he could um, yeah be sick um, yeah. or so of course then I, I could have said okay now it's better and uh, it's just postpartum and um, it's gonna be better but no, of course I was like I need help to mm. also just work on this uh, event or the yeah this trauma as well yeah and uh, went to a psychologist psychologist yeah <laughs> and they it gave like good um, like even games or tools to work on this uh, trauma for example something that could help other people yeah it's like it, if you have like an event of a trauma happening you could actually uh, think about uh, or like, like replay the, the event in your mind and then play a tetris you know like the game um, that you can find on on your phone um, the yeah. tetris, tetris game uh-huh. and then it's just like reshaping your brain or just kind of not erasing the event but you just don't see it the same way or it's not like that hard to think about it anymore right so you're trying to put as much of a positive spin on something that was traumatic yeah exactly and just also the words are so important when you say oh i gave um i gave my kid to the uh, doctors or whatever. I don't remember what was the exact word. But, you know, for it's like, uh, oh, they took it from me, mm-hmm. something like that. But then you have to think, no, you gave it because you were confident that they would like heal him. So it's really important to to know how you speak uh, to yourself. The whole time. Yeah, to yourself. Oh, this is <laughs> wow. So to yourself, if you're saying, oh, my, the doctors took my baby yeah. from me, yeah. it's you're kind of making yourself like this victim, I guess, right? Yeah. And then while well, you're saying, oh, I gave the doctors, I gave my yeah. baby to the doctor yeah. so they can heal him, you're more like empowering yourself because you're the one that gave the baby to the doctors. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <clears throat> and you can have that for many different situations when yeah. you always repeat like um, all those words of like being in fus- uh, f- uh, fusion or um, um, uh, how do you say that uh, well, fusionnel you know like uh, with your with your kid <clears throat> or like uh, all these words of uh, uh, it's normal it's the abandoned uh, phase or it's yeah, like the yeah. separation phase but yeah Actually, you shouldn't, it's not a must to use those like very hard words. You can actually just don't use them. There are many words like this. It's better just to see it differently. uh... Oh, but that's okay. That's a very good point because we do say this is the separation phase or something like that, I think. Mm. So yeah, what exactly. Are, what mm. are you saying? What, you, what is the word that we should be using instead? Mm. We, or maybe we our child is getting for, independent, right? Exactly. It, 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 you understood it. Because <laughs> I, I mentioned to you um, the actually very, very, very amazing methods we used with my husband um, during pregnancy and after birth. 
yeah. and I recommend it to anybody who wants to, um, yeah, is uh, appealed or attracted by this. It's the aptonomy. I, I checked in English, it's the same words, but it's the science of feelings and it's how you are aware of your uh, feelings and uh, being yeah in touch with uh, your environment and um, yeah. oh wow that sounds really good and you can use it for birth but also until the end of life so for like um, sick people or uh, dying dying people it's really mm -hmm. how to connect with with other people and yourself and autonomy so we used it a lot. So during pregnancy to connect with the baby, uh, us three, and um, and also for birth, this was my only like uh, um, pain killer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this method, mm -hmm. so I didn't do any other method like I could because that would be my type of <laughs> like doing hypnosis or uh, kind of any breast. Um, breathing exercise for yeah. birth giving but we just focused on this autonomy um, uh, tools yeah and so this really helped uh, and afterwards as well for how to raise your kid um, to how to carry him <clears throat> to give him this the strength to yeah like stand uh, by himself or it's very more <laughs> broader than that but but what yeah. is interesting it's exactly what you mentioned with um actually being independent or opening to the world because yeah the woman said of course you can say okay you're like uh, in, um in your bubble with your baby or yeah. and then you could say that because some people say the dad is supposed to cut the, the like at the birth to cut the cord also later so the that there is not this like um very very strong bond mm -hmm. <laughs> between the mother and kid and that the dad can like be with his wife again or this kind of um, speech that you can hear but actually yeah. it's not doing this separation it's really that it's here to open to the world like making the child being uh, yeah independent more um um yeah well also i i i like the word curiosity it's like to encourage yourself and your child to be curious about yeah. instead of i'm sure i did this i'm sure lots of people do this you know we kind of raise our children from a state of like fear mm -hmm. it's like oh my gosh you know they're they're walking they're gonna fall they're gonna hurt themselves yeah and we're always in this state of fear and instead of that it's like okay let's be open to to seeing how this child is going to grow and and also like looking back when i was raising my daughter i think it would have been nice if i was more open to like looking at life through her eyes mm. you know i mean instead of like my adult eyes it would have been great to see, oh, like, you know, what is she curious about? What is she mm -hmm. looking at? You know, oh, she she fell, like, you know, let, yeah. let me get down on the floor with her, you mm -hmm. know? And I think it's kind of, I kind, I guess I kind of feel like, oh, my gosh, it's so nice, like, when, you know, we're awakened <laughs> and we're, we're on the healing path, we could have so much more fun with life because I think when my daughter was was born and was growing up, I, I didn't lead 
with this joy and awe and curiosity. And, mm-hmm. that, and I feel like you're doing that, you know? Yeah, but I think it's really linked to the people you have around. For example, uh, we have the nurse from the region coming uh, regularly and really giving some tips to be confident about like yeah. exactly just leaving him experience uh, stuff and not being afraid of everything and yeah it's true I remember having like a midwife come and see me because I was having trouble with breastfeeding in the beginning yeah and I had so many different midwives coming like yeah. every day you know and some of them gave just gave me like most ridiculous advice and finally I had to tell the pediatrician I don't know if these people are helping me or stressing me yeah. out or you know and then I had this one midwife she came over and she said look everybody's breastfeeding all over the world people are breastfeeding and people don't always have all the help that you have you know she's like you can do this everybody's doing this we are made to do this this is you know you can do it you just 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 know that just be confident that you you too can breastfeed Mm. oh my gosh I think she helped me so much because every everyone else was giving me the most stupidest advice don't eat fruits with pits in them like what (laughs) you know really I got some really stupid advice so I'm just like oh my god this woman she helped this midwife she helped me so much so you're really lucky that you have these nurses that you found Mm. that are really being helpful yeah no for sure you need the right people and um I just want you really to all my different thera- uh, therapists on that I uh, I knew before, like acupuncture, uh, like lymphatic drain uh, drainage, mm-hmm. or yeah. osteopath, and all of those regularly because uh, I'll have pain here or there, or just you know no energy, or and. Um, I mean, it really helps if you have those tools before. Yeah. Otherwise, you ha- you don't have time to look for it or just you know, no, find the right uh, people and um... no, I th- I think it's too late when you have your child if you're starting to do this. I mean, for you, I mean, you know, that's it that was great because you started several years before your son came along, like mm. four years really. You were in this for four yeah. years, four or five years. Mm. So that's really excellent. But still, I mean, before that, and that helped during pregnancy because I was still giving the yoga classes um, every week. So it was good for, for me also to keep, uh, you know, yeah. everything. That's practicing. something we didn't mention, that you are a certified Kundalini yeah. yoga and meditation teacher, right? Yes, but <laughs> sadly, it's more difficult to do it after. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> Even right. if I know... Um, yeah, I should really have a routine and continue to practice. And I, I, I do some of some <laughs> exercises, but not mm-hmm. the same. And um, and I feel the, of course, the difference. And that's why, actually, but that's even if you don't have kids or whatever, because you can go outside to look for help, like you know, osteopath, uh, acupuncture, and everything. But actually, I noticed the the most imp- um, useful things is meditation or and yoga for yourself yeah <laughs> you can be your own uh, you yeah know, you can be your doctor. own uh, midwife <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, well, I didn't meditate or do yoga when my daughter was young. And I can tell you, it, it would have helped me immensely, you know, especially during the pregnancy, because you mm. were during the pregnancy, you were also doing yoga and meditation, right? Yeah. Because mm. you don't, you know, like, even like during when your child is like inside the womb, they're already being impacted by your behavior. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I remember with some friends, they were, they were pregnant and doing the Reiki, because I also, you know, I did the Reiki, um, um, how do you call that, um, training, kind mm -hmm. of, or, yeah. And, yeah, if you do that, of course, even actually before being pregnant, you know, the months before, is also already imp um, impacting the coming baby they say because like oh, you know right, right, right. you have this energy in you and whatever happens before that if you know for example it takes time uh, to uh, be pregnant and you're stressed yeah. or whatever so this all impacts actually the, the baby also later so that's why it's so important to be aware of your uh, yeah that's true yeah well of course a relaxed life you know, helps immensely. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember my gynecologist telling me, oh, but you know, you should stop working or you should work less. And this was like April and my daughter was due in June. And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, I am not going to start working now in April. And, you know, and it's like this attitude that I had, you know, like, oh my God, I have to work and I love working. I mean, and at the end, you know, I ended up getting preeclampsia and I ended up having oh. to deliver my daughter like two weeks early. So <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I, yeah. the attitude that I had was, was completely different than the attitude I have today. So, so I agree with you. The pregnancy matters. The, the before pregnancy matters, before, um, months before the pregnancy matters. But I mean, I yeah. guess in the real world, it's really hard to do that. I mean, you, you kind of have to do change your lifestyle like you yeah. did several years before yeah, yeah. baby. No, of course, <laughs> you can't change like, uh, like that. But what I really think one of my favorite topics is really um, so how also your uh, heritage or you know like um, your family uh, also your family impacts um, yes you even if you have no idea about about it and yes. also really I, actually the birth in itself how you are bo were born like uh, even just how was the pregnancy of your mom or how in which position were you born or yeah. is it like you know um, c um, c section or I, all of those have actually an, a meaning uh, in your life and yeah. also can impact other um, like let's say disease kind of if you have eczema or if you have this or that that has some maybe um, uh, reason or oh, yeah. impacts from the yeah. oh it has yeah. an impact from the lineage or something. yeah yeah and there's I didn't read the book but it's also a kinesiologist who uh, is saying uh, many many also kids problems like at school uh, young kids many of that is linked to how were you born like if um, <laughs> you came early or late or was it difficult for the mom uh, all of this can impact and that's why also I. Uh, for example, by at the end of um, of my term, so it was nine months. 
it was before due date, but uh, I was feeling like, okay, maybe, you know, unconsciously, you don't really want to <clears throat> stop the pregnancy because you have different feelings and you're happy to <laughs> to be, uh, or to have the, the baby just for you inside of you. So. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that's why actually maybe the babies are coming late because the mom unconsciously yes yeah it doesn't want to give birth but yeah I didn't want all of this to happen so before <laughs> before that I w- I went again to the acupuncture to talk about this and say I'm afraid of many you know like of education problems that will arise or family. Uh, um let me know yeah on on more just like um you know after what people will uh, tell you or, or what you should do or not or all of those uh, so well i i was just uh, telling uh, about my fears and uh, she did also uh, put some uh, needles on like more hormonal um uh, places like to help facilitate the the work and three days after uh, it, it came so oh wow i really think you can um yeah you could you, change yeah you can really uh, act and uh, you can really act on, on yeah on on your own yeah yeah so that's kind of interesting so your so noah came on time yeah, just like one day before the exact oh, okay. date. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's great. Uh, to me, it sounds like because you were talking this out with your, I forget who it yeah, was. Acupuncture, but yeah. Acupuncturist. <laughs> I think that also helped, no? Because first sure. she gave you the space to really uh, air out your yeah. feelings and your thoughts. So that's probably, that probably helps you a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> it's yeah. so important. Yeah, exactly. and for every phase, for every phase, uh, you know, you have if you have you you have to know your fears and uh, talk about it to work uh, it out. And... Yeah, well, I think it's who you also talk to because you need to talk to someone that's giving you the space to be able to speak. No, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's... it's not to any kind of friend or family. No. It's... Yeah. it's people who will also challenge you because it's not easy sometimes they they really tell you like you have to work on that because it's not like magic it's not oh i have this uh, fear and i tell <laughs> i tell about it and then it's gone no right it's, uh, you have to really change the way you do what you think um yeah, well, I guess it starts with you becoming aware of the fear. First that, yeah, and then <laughs> do something about it. Yeah. Um... But do something about it, like what? Like, I was, I was thinking, like, you become aware of the fear, and then do you try to see where it's coming from? Like, Yeah. Mm, so, sometimes, for example, um, I don't know if I have a concrete example, but... If you know, okay, I'm afraid um, because... Um, well, well, like right now, right? Like on Monday, I went into the forest for a walk with my friend, Miriam, 
and I was I was really nervous. I was really scared, you know. Yeah. And that's a fear. And I knew that I had this fear. So I'm like, okay, so what what are the steps could I have taken to say, you know, why am I scared? Where is it coming mm-hmm. from? Like, be- like I was aware of it, but I didn't really. That's it. That's it. I was just aware of it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do anything else. So no, maybe there are other I mean, steps. This is this is more difficult to know maybe why or what makes you um, scared of, of of this situation. It's more if it comes often it's really often the same kind of situation like you're more afraid of uh, the crowd or or mm. you really can't do something uh, then in that case I would go to the kinetologue and say okay I'm always though for example concrete example I'm like um, I, I, I got really postpartum depression mm-hmm. uh, um, it happens often but uh, mm-hmm. yes it took time to really accept it and we're, we're gonna but then really it comes back and forth and uh, I think it's also hormonal like during my cycle I'm more like sensitive and really more but there are people who really have this kind of depression <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think and you, you don't really know actually no what because you don't know even why you're feeling that exactly because you you're nothing is that bad but you you should just feel that so now i think it's really something again about the heritage and so i'm gonna go to my kinesiologue and say okay i think there's something in my lineage that has this depression um symptom so just please (laughs) just like reboot and reset and uh, just take that away from me because wow and she can and and she can right i mean it's not like one time but we will understand and it's again saying okay it doesn't um belong to me it's uh from my ancestors and uh you just yeah you have to do exercise like kind of uh, psychedelic kind of uh, whatever exercise with your eyes or taking um, bath uh, flowers, you know, back flowers, mm-hmm. to just help yeah, your body um, clean the, oh, this wow. kind of memory. Um. Yeah, so it's like somatic, somatic yeah. exercises. Kind of. Yeah, oh my gosh, goodness, wow. <laughs> you have a lot of tools. And I was thinking there's so many tools that you have. Maybe you can kind of write them down and send it to me. So on the show notes, I can put them in because I really, I mean, this could be very helpful to people. And, you know, I saw with my own eyes how you are handling your son and (laughs) it's very impressive. (laughs) I, I I was, I was really impressed because I was not like that. I was just a hot mess when my daughter was eight or nine months old. And you just went for it. We just walked leisurely. You fed him when he needed to be fed. He wasn't even crying. You know, he was a little fussy here and there. And you knew what to do. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am so impressed. No. So I think nice. all your tools do really are helping you. And anyway, you're you're very you're very aware and awake and you really want to lead a certain you want to live your life a certain way and and i see that Mm. you you do everything to 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 make sure that you live your life this way 
which is very impressive anyways so yeah if you can send me if you can just send me some of them because sure, I, I will do that because <laughs> it can it can really help someone else out yeah. should we should we end here i think this there was a lot of information yeah 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 i think that's that's good for, for yeah <laughs> well hopefully you'll come back again on the podcast thank you jerry thank you so thank much, you much for doing this really really appreciate it thank you thanks ciao bye bye If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate a positive review and a positive rating. Plus, if you could share it with your friends and family, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. See you next time.